Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 14 of Unbothered by Ty Rivera. I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty annoyed right now, uh, mainly because I got into it last night on Facebook with Ed Greer. It was kind of a funny situation, uh, and it, like. The thing that's ridiculous about it to me is everybody always brings up everybody else instead of just trying to, like, debate or argue whatever we're trying to argue about. It's always like, you know, and the thing I hear the most is everybody on the scene hates you. Okay, I don't know what fucking scene you're on because I'm out all the time. I've done more than 20 spots already, and it's only Saturday now. Um... 20-something spots, and I see people, different people at each one of the spots, and then there's some spill over from other spots, and everybody's cool with me, so I don't know what scene you're on. I guess maybe it looks like people hate me if you're only online, so there's that, and also, how sad is your life that you care whether or not everybody hates you? I mean, I could give a fuck. As long as I could do these spots, that's all I'm worried about, so um, if I get bored and I want to, I'll just see Ed Greer in public, and then I'll shame him and embarrass him then. Uh, Maybe I'll leave it alone. We'll see how I feel when I actually run across his no job having ass. Um, anyway, <laughs> today is a, a special episode in another way. Uh, I finally was able to uh, coordinate time with my friend, Mr. Aston Wallace. Uh, hello. Say hello, Aston. Oh, hello, hello. I didn't know if it was my time. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm not the most, uh, I'm not the best in my communication always. <laughs> And and just disclaimer, I don't, I don't really know Ed like that, so I don't, I just, so don't want to be a part of that. Oh, yeah. But he okay. just he did, like, my Facebook post today, so I was, like, tight, but I don't really know him. Oh, yeah. So. Well, everybody, uh, that's one thing I always put in there uh, that, you know, my my opinions. The views, the views expressed <laughs> on this podcast do not necessarily reflect <laughs> those that are on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I um, say all sorts of stuff about what's going on in my life and... Uh, yeah, uh, so I, um, Aston, let me start off with some background on you. Um, I met you, what, maybe a month ago at the most? At the most, yeah, a month, maybe a little bit more, but yeah, about that. Yeah, and um, at Trapped? Trapped with the Comics at the Lexington, Sundays, 530. Yeah, that's a great show. Thank you very I much. I really like what you guys are doing over there. I, I'm pretty proud of it, yeah. Yeah, you impressed me right away, because um, the night that I first remember seeing you, you were opening the show. Like, so you did the, the opening. And Lexington, uh, especially like early in the day like that, can really take the wind out of a comic sales. Yeah. Yeah, you know, especially... It can be, the, it can be a, like, just like a dark, sad room sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't want to say it like that, but that's really... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it, I mean, like, you did such a good job of warming them up. And I hadn't slept for like a day and a half for that show either. So like when I went up that that first time you were there, I was feeling like kind of shitty. Like I, I remember like half of our comics yeah. hadn't like they, they were late there and I was just like not feeling it at all. And I still like, you know, it was like that. But I like that energy in the room. So yeah, you know, no, it was a great, uh, a great warm up you did. And I remember that your guys' comics hadn't shown up because I lucked out. Yeah. And I was able to go up like. First. Yeah, first, right yeah. after you. Well, because I had seen you before, and Ashley knew you, Johnson, who I do the show with, um, and Ashley knew you. I'd seen you before and thought you were hilarious, but, like, we had never met before, so Ashley's like, hey, Ty Rivera's here, like, no one else is here, should we throw Ty up? And I was like, fuck yeah, I was like, I, you know. I appreciate it, 
and I appreciate those comics not showing up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. yeah and then uh, you had mentioned that you uh, saw my post about looking for someone to talk to about Black Lives Matters and or Black Lives Matter. I think someone someone else tagged me in that post. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, 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 I'm down. Yeah. No, so I was excited about that because I've tried to have a few people on. I think the problem with a lot of people is they um, they don't think of things in terms of conversation. Right. They think that it has to turn into some kind of screaming match or something. And it's like, you know, and that's like, uh, and it's not something I'm worried about. It's just something I noticed that like people will fall apart at last minute in the way like, you know, suddenly they don't want to do it. And it's like, why can't you come over and have the same conversation we had, you know, wherever we were hanging yeah. out? Mm -hmm. Like, why do you think it's got to be something different? Because it's a podcast. Because people, I feel like people want shit to be a fight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they think that's, like, what's, what's exciting, but, like, I don't know. It's not getting anybody anywhere. Yeah, it's not productive. That's, that's my thing with the whole, like, when things just turn into a shouting match. It's like, okay, well, now I'm not hearing you and you're not hearing me because yeah. all we're doing is fighting. Yeah, but I can be a shouter. I mean, I've done that shit, but, like, I, you know, I've just, I've come away from that shit. I've had enough times of being just, like, drunk and screaming at someone and, like, just being more pissed off and they're more pissed off. And being like, all right, so what we get done here? Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to shout quite a bit, too. I, um, well, I, I still do shout sometimes. Uh, yeah, I ain't going to act like I don't shout Yeah, sometimes. every once in a while, <laughs> I'll get into it with one uh -huh. of these comments. <laughs> <laughs> I try to act like yeah. I've grown. You know, I don't do you that. Just, you, haven't, you just bury the shit deeper. Uh, you know what just, I mean? Yeah, you just got to hit a different button to get to it. come out. <laughs> yeah. Button to get it. It's yeah. the best, huh? Like every, uh, but it feels good every once in a while to really yell at yeah. somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. one of these comics that doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Mm -hmm. It's like, why don't you shut up? I, yeah, I, I like, I like to do it from like just a, like I try to be like real, real, uh, what is it like cordial or civil uh -huh. for like a long period of time, <laughs> and I just like, to, I just like to like switch it immediately. Yeah. Just like you get to the point where you can't take this shit anymore. Yeah. And they don't see it coming. Like, all right, this is calm. This is calm. <laughs> like, you know what? Just like fuck this. I think you're a fucking idiot, and like everything you do is retarded. Not to be retarded, but you know, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> we we use words like that here at Unbothered. <laughs> retarded, there's no, like, you know. <laughs> this is a safe space for trigger words? Oh, yeah. yeah. Anything you want to say here, you say. <laughs> I'm down. So you were telling me, because um, anybody that knows me, just to give a little bit more background, knows that I am not in support of Black Lives Matter, the organization, if you can call it that. And then you were saying that you have kind of a background with them. So what's that? I like I, I wouldn't say my background is necessarily with Black Lives Matter, but like I've always, um, you know, I've gone to the protests, like whatever, like popular movement or whatever's going around. I'll go, I'll check it out. I've been to Black Lives Matter meetings. Uh, you know, I've gone to their protests. I've gone to some of their smaller meetings. I'm not. I'm not like, you know, part of the board or anything, but I like to always like hang around, see what's happening, see what groups are being active about what. I'm usually just like an independent participant in all the protests that are going on. So, uh -huh. you know, I was like out there doing like all the Thanksgiving protests and shit at City Hall for uh, when they first read the uh, Eric Garner uh, verdicts and when they did the Trayvon, like I'm, I'm usually out there. And so Black Lives Matter is out there. And recently, now, all of those protests have been kind of encapsulated into just Black Lives Matter. Yeah. So, 
you know, if you're out there, it seems like you're at a Black Lives Matter protest, whereas you're just kind of out there protesting and getting shot. Yeah, I think that's almost one of the things that I don't like about it, is that it's hard to tell what's actually Black Lives Matter and what's just a protest. Right. Well, I mean, I guess... I'm. Uh, they're, they're, they're like an official movement in that they have like some, they do like kind of have like some sort of leadership within it, an organization within it, but it seems more like a movement than an organization, mm-hmm. uh, which, which, yeah, it's like tough to kind of identify exactly, exactly what it is. I guess they now come out with their, uh, their demands, like the 10 things that they want or whatever. So that's bringing them closer to an organization. I didn't see the demands. Uh, they came out with like a 10-point plan. I don't really fuck with it. Was it, um, was it well publicized? It was in the news for like a day or two. They didn't really make a big deal out of it because I don't think it goes with the narrative that they have no idea and like they're not asking for anything. Uh-huh. So they didn't really... And I think a lot of people were kind of disappointed with it. Like... I mean, where I come from, where I'm coming from, as like as far as like my like political ideas or some shit, I'm way, 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 way far to the left. Like I'm just like blow all the shit up. I don't like. So when like Black Lives Matters comes out and their shit has no teeth, like what they're asking for was kind of like it was like we need more oversight and like a civilian review board and like you know it wasn't like. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, you know, is that really going to solve the problem? I don't know. Maybe it will. And I'm not going to talk that much shit because I'm not. I'm not doing that much myself, but, you know. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Um, But for me, it's just, here's the thing. Um, A lot of times with the cases, I think Black Lives Matter, in order for me, well, first off, uh, because of everything that's happened with the the movement so far, I think it would have to be completely rebranded for me to even take it seriously. Uh, I don't like some of the, well, most of the cases that they've publicly taken on. Uh, In a lot of cases, I feel like it's just bad behavior. Well, punishable by death. Well, see, that's where people uh, don't understand, like, my point of view is I don't care what happens to you when you're stupid. I just, that's the kind of person I am. Like... And I don't care what race you are, just if you're stupid, then we need to get rid of you. I can see what you're trying to say there. But, like, say with, like, even, like, I mean, and I guess, I don't know, I don't know where you're from, actually, where are you from I'm from Arizona. You're from Arizona? Yeah, and you're from? Philly, right outside of Philly. Okay, yeah. Right outside of Philly. But, like, if you know some dude that's just, like, you know, he, he's not, like, a like an upstanding citizen, but, like, if the police come up and, fu- like, he, you know what I mean? He might just be doing some dumb shit on the street. He shouldn't die, you know what I mean? And, like, I grew up in a place where, like, I grew up with a whole bunch of white kids who do did a whole just, like, the dumbest shit. Like, anything that uh-huh. I've seen anyone get killed for, like, in recent news, I've seen white kids doing, like, dumber shit and worse. Oh, yeah. And, like... They, there's no chance that they're going to die for it. There's no chance in the world that, like, in the suburb that I was from, like, a white kid's going to get shot for shit. And, like, this is a suburb where I would, like, walk into a place and, like, with three white kids who would be just robbing the motherfucking store blind. And I would just, like, be standing by the magazine aisle, like, looking at music magazines or something. And the clerk's, like, screaming at me because he thinks I'm stealing while my friends are just, like, robbing a blind. And if the police show up, then I'm, like, the person that's the problem, whatever. 
So I get that, like, you know, if you do dumb shit, you do dumb shit. But if you get fucked with enough, you're just like, one day you got to be like, fuck you. And then that's the day you get shot. And that's like, we have to deal with it more, maybe. But I don't like, I, I, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like the divisiveness of Black Lives Matter. I'll say that. Yeah, that's one thing I don't like. And like I said, just some, it's like so annoying to me in some cases. Like Sandra Bland to me um, was one where I just felt like. I've been worse than Sandra Bland. Like, you, like there's no reason for you on a traffic stop to get put in a jail for three days, right? At all. There's no reason. Like, if you get in a traffic stop... Well, if you have warrants, which she had over $9,000 in unpaid... Yeah, that's what... Uh, like. And then when people acted like there was no reason for her to, like, commit suicide, like, you know, that just... Like, because people went on the, like, it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense that she would commit suicide. Which I understand, like, there is some, like, you know reason for speculation there's a whole lot of reasons. yeah for like i definitely yeah. do get that but at the same time when you call several people and nobody from your family is bailing you out and you know you owe over nine thousand dollars or around nine thousand dollars i can see how somebody could get kind been, of depressed I've been, about I've that i've been suicidal for less like <laughs> oh yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but i mean i get and i guess here's the thing like you're so you're saying like you know if you if you if you were to attack each individual case uh-huh for anything yeah you could like make an argument all right for this one all right i can see why for this one and i can see why for this one and i can see why for this one and i can see and like if you look at each one individually like fine but like when you take it in like the aggregate it's like, all right, we have a fucking pattern here. Now, one thing, like, and, like, I don't, whatever. Like, white people are always like, well, just as many white people could kill, but I don't care about that, really. I care about, like, Mexican people. It's really, like, brown people. Uh -huh. Brown people are getting fucked up, and we really don't include them in our shit that much either, which is all, like, you know what I mean? I'm and glad you said that, because that's the way that I thought that um, Black Lives Matter should have went at it and was... Not only, because, like, you know, not only black and Latino, but also at that point, even take the white people that have been killed and make the whole, like, you know, this could happen to you type right. of argument. Right. And, like, they do, like, people like, you know, uh, and you know the dude Sean King? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he was saying the other day, like, some, some All Lives Matter person, like, was like, why don't you talk about white kids? And they sent him an article about a white kid who had been killed. And it was an article that Sean King wrote. He was like, I wrote this article. Like, I do talk about it. And it's like talked about. Um, and I think within the, the community of people that are, like, actively protesting and trying to do something about brutality, not necessarily in Black Lives Matter, I think, I think those people are conscious to, like, all people, too. But it has all been taken over by this, like, Black Lives Matters thing. And now I get, like... And it's kind of fucking annoying to me, like, really super active, like, white people on Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah, I, they're I, the worst. I appreciate them. I really do. But there's just something that's going to irk me every time when some white dude is telling me, like, do you know how bad black people have it? And I'm like, chill. Like, I don't. I'm with you. Right. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things that's gotten on my nerves the worst. And I don't mind admitting that at all. Like, um, young white kids trying to tell me. It's like, because, you know. As a brown person from Arizona, I feel like this is the kind of shit that I was telling your parents, 
and your grandparents about when I was younger, and they were telling me not to worry about it and whatever the fuck else. And now you think you're going to come along right. at 20 years old and educate mm -hmm. me on what's going on? Yeah. I can tell you what's going on out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've learned to navigate this system. Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. it's a, I'm in the same system everybody else is. Granted, black right. people do have it worse in right, a lot right, of cases. Right. I yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, like, as, as a Latino, we've been able to maybe fly under the radar a little more. You know, oh, like... Legally? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just fly right on that legal route. I'm not even here. <laughs> yeah, we don't got to be here if we don't want to. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, like, there is a fair amount of discrimination and racism between white and Latino, but definitely black and white is, like, the bigger... I mean, it's, it's, it's like, the, it's the roots here. Like, it's just it's what our country, our sweet country was built on. And... It's not just like the racism that it's been built on. It's been like the uh, like the the pop culture kind of immersion. Like how I feel like how uh, influential black culture has been, just kind of across the board through like sports, music, whatever in America. Oh yeah. Uh, combined with like how shitty we're still doing and being treated, it's like it real. It's like a special combination of you know. It's not like uh, it would be like if like I don't know I don't know that like if some other country that had slaves like had like then like that they became the hottest shit in the country like if India was if like in Britain in British like they all listened to like Bollywood and shit and like listening like Indian music and that's what all like the British kids were about that's what it's kind of like here but like it's, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you guys, uh, well, after a while, they couldn't Pat Boone anybody anymore, you know, where they used to steal the hits and uh -huh. just make them white. Yeah. And it was like, you know. Now, now they just take the whole the whole genre. Yeah, and, uh, well, it's, you gotta, like, when it comes to stuff like that, it's kind of like, uh, in a lot of cases, once black people started having more control they kind of abused the system too. Like when you look at what happened with Motown and stuff like that, where, you know, it was kind of like, then people started stealing from their own. Oh, we're, we're not above fucking taking advantage of the system. Like we're not, a, you know, who's above <laughs> that? Like, you know what I mean? When like slavery happened, there were like black people that were like, hold on, let me get onto this deal. Like I'm not saying that people aren't going to find their niche. The finder's yet. fee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this is how the game works? Like you said, like you learn to navigate the system. People, I mean, obviously, like, Motown did that and stuff, too. And, like, I'm sure people in the record industry are, like, still today are like, yeah, 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 bring Macklemore, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's get Eminem on here. It's not like Eminem came up on his own. He came up with Dr. Dre, you yeah. know? And, it, but I, I guess, like, you understand, like, culturally, you understand, like, if I push this to white kids, they're going to eat it up a little bit faster than, like, this black artist that they are trying to relate to. I don't know. Yeah, and in a lot of cases, more disposable income. Yeah. You know, like, so when you have a white kid that can buy more records. Oh, I go to rap concerts. It's white kids, man. It's yeah. I have white kids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I remember when um, before the white kids really caught on and they used to have to really stack the concerts to yeah. make it. So, you know, it used to be like. It'd be like 15 people yeah, on the bill. Yeah, it literally would. Uh -huh. And people didn't... The first time... Because one of the first concerts I went to was in Phoenix, and it was Public Enemy. And uh, they had a huge lineup. Yeah. It was at least eight other, mm -hmm. eight other artists that were on. Every rap concert I went to in high school 
Like, people like, what's the first concert you went to? And I'd be like, Fuji's Trap Call Quest, uh, Busta Rhymes, Cypress Hill. And it was just like, all yeah. of them, it was just like stacked days of people. Like, Cameron, uh, Jay-Z, DMX, LL Cool J. Like, it, that's how every concert went. Yeah, and that's what uh, people really don't get is, like, all of those people had big hits. Yeah. But they had to be on the same bill. Mm -hmm. for, it just wasn't yeah. like it is now, you know, now. Yeah. White kids just would, like, buy them tickets up instantly and just scream nigga all together at the <laughs> concert. so stupid. <laughs> it's so real, though. <laughs> every time I go to a show, I'm like, there are no black people around, and everybody is screaming every lyric to this song. Things were a little yeah. different in Philly. <laughs> That's here. Here now all the white kids are screaming, Philly, yeah, yeah, Man. Yeah, yeah, and before we uh, before we started, you were you mentioned something about Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, where are you with that? All all the way for it. I mean, I'm not. I've never said the Pledge of Allegiance. I've never stood for the national anthem. I wasn't allowed to as a kid. I was Jehovah's Witness. I had to go oh. in the first day of school and tell the teacher I can't stand. And I'm not a Jehovah's Witness anymore. But, like, the reactions that I got from adults as a kid just from telling them that I didn't want to, like, they would be pissed at me, like, as, like, an eight-year-old, like, coming in to tell them what, like, my parents. And, like, then it was, like, a problem with, like, me and my parents. Like, I'd be like, I don't want to go in and say this. And when you go in and say it. And I was like, why the fuck is this adult getting so mad at me for, like, not standing up and, like, talking to this flag? It didn't make sense to me. So, like, I came away from it a long time ago. Yeah, and as Jehovah, you're not allowed to... Um do the uh, pledge because of the mention of God? Is that what it is? No, or? it is. Uh, it's because you're pledging allegiance to something other than God. If I remember this correctly, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. Because you're, you know, you're only supposed to worship God. That's why you don't do birthdays. That's why you don't do like any of this other stuff celebrating yourself. You only celebrate God, and that's a daily thing. And you don't need anything to help you remind you of that. And anything else you don't celebrate. So to, like stand up and like pledge allegiance to the flag is taken away from. So we don't do that. Okay. Yeah, I never knew why. I just remember the kids that we had that were Jehovah Witness. Like when we did like the Christmas stuff, yeah. um, they had to stay in the. Um, stay, what they did was put them on the computer, so yeah. they were playing games on the computer That's while bullshit. we were doing. I would have perfect attendance in school. Like every year, I would have perfect <laughs> attendance, but I wasn't allowed to go on like holidays. And I was so pissed with my parents. I was like, "Yo, I want that award at the end of the year." Yeah, you weren't even allowed to get awards for perfect attendance. I couldn't get the perfect attendance award because I would not go to school on major holidays. Oh, okay. Those, like big days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a fucking nerd. I love school, and I was like, "I want to go to school." Yeah, no, that's. I didn't. I didn't know that. I guess I never paid attention to how strict it was. You know, I just knew, yeah. like, that uh, when we did Christmas stuff, they, they wouldn't um, be allowed participate, to participate. Yeah. And then, yeah. But, like, through, like, over the years, like, I guess because, like, you know, I went to, like, the same high school and the same middle school, and you'd have the same kids in the same homeroom for years. And, like, over years, like, kids would stop doing the Pledge of Allegiance with me. Like, after I was, like... I feel like most people, you never even think, like, whether, why you're doing it, what it means, like, whatever. You're taught in, like, kindergarten or younger that this is what you need to stand up and do, and this is just what you do, and it means this. And, like, no one questions it. Like, if you never had anyone in your classroom ever say, why would I do this, you never think about it. And so, like, kids started sitting down with me, and, like, we would get in arguments with teachers, and they'd be like, it's disrespectful. And we'd be like, who fucking cares? Like, what's happening right now? Like... 
So I don't care. Like, I, I think what Colin Kaepernick is doing, I, I love it. I think it's brilliant, per- personally. Like, it's as a form of protest, it is the one of the best forms of protest I've seen by like an athlete or a celebrity. I didn't take him seriously until he um, offered to donate or said he was going to donate the right. million dollars. Like, until that point, I was like, well, yeah. you know, what, what have you been doing What's otherwise? What's the million dollars go to, though? Like, I mean, what, are they, what, is, what, is, what, what organization is he giving it to and what are they going to do with it? Is he giving it to, like, a legal aid or something? It's, for me, it was just more of a just put your money where money. your mouth yeah, yeah, yeah. is type of thing. Uh, you know, because that's one of the things that I do have a problem with. Like, a lot of people are a lot of lip service, but mm. they're not really doing anything. Right. You know, I'd also like to see that he starts, like, himself volunteering or doing something in the off season where he helps out the community. I'm pretty sure like, cause you know, when he uh, first started doing this, I don't know that he had like a well thought out plan as to what he was going to do. I don't think he probably thought it would get this much attention. Like I was actually surprised that there weren't more players that sat down during the end. Like I didn't know it was like this brand new of a thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, like I would have thought, cause if I'd played in the NFL, I wouldn't be standing for the, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm surprised other players didn't do it. So I don't know if he thought it was going to be that big of a deal, but I did go back and like look at his past social media, uh-huh. and it's not like it hasn't been something that he's been vocal about and and or active about. I don't know. So he might have been already, uh-huh. and so this was the thing. But I don't know if he had a plan. But like the affected the the effectiveness of it so far has been like kind of brilliant. Like everyone's paying attention. Like LeBron James, like the and they're like, oh, some second string quarterback is sitting down and talking shit and what's the matter? Like the three best basketball players in the league like went and stood up in front of a crowd, uh, some award show, and they gave their like Black Lives Matter speech and made the news for like 30 seconds and then it went away. And they're like, all right, so they stood up and said something and nothing happened. This guy's doing something and it's like three weeks later, he's doing it from the bench. He's not the best football player. He's kind of shitty and it's making an impact. And... It's peaceful. He hasn't had to do shit. But sit down. Yeah. I, you know, the thing, because I said on another episode that I don't, like, care whether Colin Kaepernick is standing or sitting at any other time of the day. So, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not like I would suddenly concern myself with it. I think the big thing for me when it comes to the media side and, and you know, the NFL and all of that stuff is, like, if you don't like it and you don't want people to see it, then why don't you just not put the camera on him? Just not cover it. Yeah. Like, instead of, and like, okay, like, hey, this guy's sitting during the national anthem. It's going to, if you're really even worried about the feelings of, you know, the troops and everything, like you say, whatever you're worried, just turn the camera then. Just yeah. like, you know, like a, like a naked streaker running across the field. Like, you're just like, you're not going to cover it. Just don't cover this dude. Instead, like, you're like, he's offending the troops. Let's spend the entire game talking about him doing that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Let's focus the camera right on him during the entire pledge. Not show all of the, like, 100,000 people in the crowd that are standing there, like, fucking tarred with their hand over their heart to do some shit. Like, it doesn't... Uh, yeah, it doesn't... Like, the me- like if they would have not paid any attention to it, nobody would have noticed him kneeling during a preseason game. Because the first time he did it, nobody noticed it. He did it for a game, and nobody saw the shit. And then somebody was like, we got a story here. No one can. And now, and now, like, I'm, like, pissed at black people who stand up during the national anthem. It has a racist verse. Fuck that song. I'm over it. 
Yeah, no, uh, and that's one thing I will admit. I didn't know about the racist verse until just recently I was listening to the latest episode of Hot Chicks Aren't Funny. Yeah. Uh, Courtney Banks and mm-hmm. Dicey. Uh, I'm going to have Dicey on sometime soon. She's I love Dicey. Yeah, yeah I think she's them, funny yeah. and I love talking to her. Yeah. You know, we've chatted quite a bit when we're at the store, you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know that. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, I'd like to say that I'm pretty well informed when it comes to, but a lot of that stuff, it's like the, the national anthem, you, you hear this when you're a kid mm-hmm. and you, we all only know that first part and we don't even know. Uh, yeah, or right, I don't. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like if you were to tell me to sing it, I'd be like, yeah. oh, sick. <laughs> just like, I think I get through most of it, but I only just tell myself that whenever someone says you wouldn't like, you know it. And I'd be like, I would. And I think about the first line and I'm like, I'm sure I got the rest. <laughs> I'll just, yeah. I'll just wing it. I'll just wing it. Yeah, that's what every celebrity yeah. thinks when they're asked to do it. And then well, they mess up it, the words. And yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like somebody else making the news. Song. Christina Aguilera. Like everybody's embarrassed themselves. Yeah. It's what we wait for at this point. Exactly. We wait to see. Like especially on big things, Super Bowl, we're like, okay, are they going to mess gonna it up? Are going to fuck this up? Are going to fuck this up? But yeah, it's like... The, so, like, now, you know, if they would have left Colin Kaepernick alone, he would have sat down. He maybe would have gotten bored. Probably would have got cut. No one would have cared. Now you got, like, this verse that no one's known about or, like, people have known but just haven't talked about. I might have even learned it at some point and just been like, eh, whatever. I wasn't standing for it before. I ain't standing for it now. Uh, I don't think a lot of us knew. I really I, yeah, don't. I don't I, think so I either. really don't because, like, you know, you usually just hear – the first verse yeah. and that's it and it's not like they're teaching you as a kid like oh well francis and that's the thing about like kind of what's weird about like our relationship to america as black people it's like all of these people that we are taught about in history books to a certain up until a certain point were just like a bunch of slave owning like just real pro-slavery people and that was part of history and that was time but like we are taught that like as heroes so we're like learning about francis scott key and his amazing thing like when he's on this boat watching the fucking thing over baltimore and we they never even teach us that part of the song like i remember the the i remember exactly what the page looked like in my history book in elementary school when we had the lesson on francis scott key that shit was not in the book you know what i mean yeah you know it sounds like a really small thing but i think it's something that would really help with a lot of the healing in this country cuz i think unless you're stupid you really have to know that there has to be some kind of healing that happens in this country you know yeah, it really yeah. does and i think uh one of the things that would really help is if I know you're dealing with young kids, you know, in, in a lot of these cases when, when we start learning stuff. But if we were taught things in a more honest way, yeah. I think it would really help both sides. Both sides. Like, make a huge difference. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's so ridiculous that everything's so cleaned up and in some cases completely forgotten. Even, even the way um, it works out with uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, it's, they make it seem like Thanksgiving. It was this real sweet, sweet little dinner between the Indians and the Americans. Yeah. 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 
thanks for uh, showing us how to work your land. Right. Now. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Here's a blanket. Go take a exactly. nap. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I was talking, to, I was, uh, you know, debating with, you know, one of a guy I went to high school with on Facebook who just doesn't understand the Colin Kaepernick thing. And, you know, he's one of those, it's not the right place or the right time. And I'm like, it's the perfect time because we're talking about it. And I'm like, I've looked through your entire Facebook page. Like, you've never talked about it before. Now you have something to say. So, like, we're talking about it. So it's effective whether you agree with it still or not. Like, we're having this conversation. And, you know, we got into, like, the – he would ignore the racism in the song. And then he would just be like, well, there's a lot of bad things that happen in this country. You know, the Redskins are a football team. And, like, Thanksgiving we still celebrate it. Like, are we supposed to go back on everything? And I'm like, yeah, we can discuss it. Like, fuck it. Like, I don't care. I don't need tradition. I can get rid of everything that's kind of fucked up and start new shit. Like, see, I'm kind of the opposite. I'm, I'm, I'm for keeping everything, but just owning what it all is. Like, I'm down for that. Yeah, that's that's more the way I come at it. Like, okay, let's let's talk about exactly how this happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and have like an can... act out at the Thanksgiving table. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I can imagine, like, the first, like, story about, like, the white family where they dress one of their kids up as an Indian and, like, fake slaughtered them and, like, the just cultural approach. Like, we were trying to be culturally accurate. We are trying to do something. Oh, fuck. That would be Remember fun. when you sent Bobby to his room on Thanksgiving? That's not his room, honey. That's a reservation. That's a re- <laughs> He's got his friends in there gambling right now. Exactly. <laughs> They're just like dice. cards. Yeah. It's just a whole well, fuck setup. Fuck off my reservation, Mom. <laughs> it's just a whole setup. <laughs> this is sovereign, sovereign country, sovereign nation over oh, here. Fucking drinking, <laughs> drinking Windex and shit. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, in Arizona, there's definitely a lot of, because, you know, we have a lot of Native American. Yeah. So uh, there's definitely the hard feelings there. We probably weren't going to talk about this. Have you been paying attention to that North Dakota thing at all? Yeah, a little bit. I haven't. Yeah, I've just been paying like a little bit of attention to it. Like I've been starting to read more stories about it, and I just saw one of my friends just drove into town there. That shit's about to get lit. They are they are a serious camp right now, and the news still is I, nothing. That's what I was wondering. I was wondering why yeah. we're not hearing about this. Like it is like I saw like hundreds of cars like camped out in this like little short video, and like that wasn't. I couldn't see, like, you know, it was a clip. There's a lot of people, and I scan the news, like, all day, and the only thing that I've seen so far is when Jill Stein went out there. Mm -hmm. They were like, Jill Stein is here, and then the rest is just like, Trump, 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 Trump. Nothing about it, which is, like, nuts. Yeah, well, you know, I am a Trump supporter. I know. And I wish he would. Are you an actual Trump supporter or a Trump supporter just because you're like, fuck it, I got to pick one? Well... uh, I like a lot of what Donald Trump is. I do. And I like... Um, what specifically? Well, I, I like... It's, it's sort of similar to what you said about the Kaepernick thing. I like that he's forcing people to talk about race whether they want to or not. Like, right, right, right. And I do feel like something needs to be done with uh, illegal immigration. Like something does need to be done with that. Otherwise, we need to stop spending all this money on border border patrol and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know what Donald Trump's going to do about immigration that Barack Obama hasn't already been doing. Besides, like, you know what I mean? Like, Barack Obama's deported more people than, like, any of the presidents before him. We got a wall. 
we've got like you know, I mean, it's just a corrupt thing going on between the two of them, between between our country and Mexico, like between the drug war and NAFTA. So it's like I don't know what Donald Trump's going to do. It's not like he's just going to build a wall. I don't think Donald Trump has shit to do. See, I think just the threat of people having or more people having to go back will make a lot of people behave and that's what i want to happen you know like yeah. i'm 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 for like you know right now with what happens with the sanctuary cities that's something that does bother me you know like um when people aren't when when parts of our government yeah. and our law enforcement aren't respecting that there's a reason that they want a 24-hour hold on people that, you know, if you get busted for something and you're illegal, they want the 24-hour hold so they can make sure that you're not, you right, know, right. you haven't done anything else, need to be out of the country, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, I don't know, like, how to really do it. And I work with, like, I work with a decent amount of... Uh, Illegal. Undocumented, yeah, citizens, undocumented whatever, yeah. whatever the the proper nomenclature is now, um, and like most of them I fuck with. Like I, I can think of like in years one dude that I was just like fuck this guy, get him out of the fucking country. I don't care what fucking happens to him. And and it was only maybe that's being Mexican because I can tell you a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean like, it's when you're on the inside, yeah, 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 you yeah, kind of yeah. and like with. <laughs> I mean, and like speaking of like cracking down on it, your neighborhood right here has just fucking exploded recently with like homelessness and tents out here because oh, yeah. ICE just busted up uh, Skid Row, and I've watched over the last few weeks just like tents popping up in under like every single oh, overpass yeah. and park. And I drove right here uh, down Alvarado the other day, and I was like, this hasn't looked like this in a minute. Like, it's 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 getting pretty rough, and it's just like no ice signs. They're busting that shit up. But, like, here's, here's the only reason why I kind of fuck with Trump. Kind of. Like, in my heart of hearts, between you and me and this podcast, I want Trump to win. So do uh, I. I mean, like, <laughs> I, want, cause, I really. Cause I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a Democrat. I don't like Barack Obama or Hillary that much. I think people have, like, just glorified them in their heads about what they are. Like I said, like, everyone's like, oh, Trump's immigration policy is terrible. But that's what fucking Barack Obama's is. He's deporting just as many people. Like. His drone shit is terrible. Like, I don't really like Obamacare that much. Like, oh, but yeah, I think yeah. because they're Democrats and he's black and she's a woman, everyone, like, they'll allow them to get away with so much. And I don't want to deal with another eight years of just bullshit. Donald Trump comes in, I could be like, yo, let's tear this motherfucker down. And people might be down for it. And I'm down for that. Yeah, you know, I, that's one thing uh, I've said too <laughs> that i'm completely for just completely let's, tearing it down and like let's figure let's see something what chaos out. happens with donald exactly. trump yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's and with hillary i just feel it's almost like uh i hate the term woke <laughs> but i do feel like with hillary it'll just be more of everybody being asleep yeah, more of like the, asleep. oh, just keep us happy and mm -hmm. let us, you know, pretend like this isn't happening. Right. Meanwhile, Hillary She's has doing her, her best. She's like, and they're in like, and that's like with like Barack Obama, whenever like I point out, like, like I'll just put out a laundry list of things about Hillary or Barack. And they're like, well, she's doing her best. Like, you know, and if you do it for like, you know, and it's for anyone who's like, if you're talking to a Republican, you're talking to a Democrat, if it's, if it's their side, 
they'll excuse it, you know? Oh, yeah. And, like, that's just it. And then if you say the same exact things about the other side, like, yeah, they're awful and they're terrible people and they're racist and rapists and, like, you do it to the other side. Like, well, they're doing their best. And I'm like, no, fuck that. Neither of them are, like... Yeah, well, that's where, uh, that's why I always say that I'm a Trump supporter and not a Republican. That's why I'm very clear about that all the time, because I'm not a person who turns a blind eye. I see everything and, uh, you know, I'm fine with it, (laughs) you know, and I don't mind people bringing shit up and I'm not, you know, there's, it's what bothers me when I talk to Hillary supporters, though, in a lot of cases, is they're willing to completely pretend like, a lot of stuff isn't happening and it's just like rhetoric or, you know, yeah, like yeah. they're trying to railroad her. And it's like, no, these things really Dude, did happen. Actual things. Like I, I will, I've gotten in so many arguments or debates because like I've for a while been like a long time. Like I won't vote for Hillary. No matter what you guys do, like I'm not voting for Hillary. I can't vote for her. And here are all of the reasons why. And I'll get back like some article about like because she's a woman. And I'm like, did you just hear the actual, like, shit that I'm talking about? Like, I understand that there are some people that are like, okay, she's a woman. I'm like, you'll never hear me say, like, get that bitch out of here. You'll never hear me talk about her voice, her hair, her yeah. demeanor. I don't give a fuck yeah. about that. I don't like, care I'm that she wears pantsuits. Yeah, like, I don't, stuff I don't people, care. Yeah, yeah. like, I'm she with can you. come out in the sexiest, like, I don't, I don't know what would be all right. I don't give a fuck about any of it. And I'll never, ever, 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 ever bring it up when I'm critiquing her, so, like, don't bring it up back to me, like, as your argument. Yeah. And, like, the same thing with, you know, I was arguing with someone about Donald Trump, and they kept arguing with me, like, well, Hillary does this. And I'm like, well, good, I'm not talking about her either. Like, talk to me about the actual things that I'm talking to you about. I'm going to bring up a point, and you refute that point. And, like, that's it. And if we're not having that discussion, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, we have the same view on I hate when people turn it. Don't put words in my mouth. Don't add anything. Mm -hmm. Just what we're talking, what I'm saying is what we're talking about or, you know, where we're going. And the problem with most people is, and I'm like, well, you ain't talking to most people. You're talking to me right now. So, like, let's do this here. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When it comes to Hillary, that's one of the things I hate the most. It's also one of the things that I hate when it comes to, like, you know, Black Lives Matter or any of this stuff. It's kind of like people will... will assigned to you whatever they want you to be because that's the argument they have ready you know what i mean like because i say that i don't support black lives matter that automatically means i'm racist it's like okay well that's not at all the way i'm coming at it so i don't know why that's what you want to push on me with hillary it's like you know she's a woman you just can't handle she's a woman no i'm fine with the woman i can't wait till we have the right person male female black white latino whatever it has to be I can't wait till we get to that point. Unfortunately, right. this obviously isn't that time. Yeah. So I'm going with Trump. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, and like, I, you know, I posted it the other day uh, or like a few weeks ago. Like everyone, because people were like, oh, like, can't you just be excited that we have a female nominee? And I'm like, if it was Sarah Palin, would you say the same thing? <laughs> If it was Ann Coulter, so would you say the same shit? <laughs> yeah. Nobody would be saying that shit. It's they so would be true. losing their mind. Like, uh, I, w- I don't know. And I'm like, answer the question. And like, not a single person would answer, would you say the same thing if it was Sarah Palin? But it's not Sarah Palin, would you? And like, probably not. Okay, then let's take it off the table. Yeah, what will you still be talking right. about? I just want my daughter to see yeah, that it's yeah. possible. Will you and shut like, up with that? You know what I mean? <laughs> I hate people and with like, that. I, I, the, you can test me on it because I said the same shit when Barack Obama was running. I was like, I don't give a fuck that he's black. Like, if he has great things to say, dope. And that's all I care about. Like, I, I, him being black 
was like, you know, pulling wool over the eyes. Like, you know, it's like, oh, you got a, a black manager now instead of like a white manager, but he's still like work like he's still like working for some dickhead. I, you know, I gotta admit, uh, when Obama was running, I really was. You were enchanted. Oh yeah, I well, I'm I'm a sucker for a good speaker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he was just <laughs> dude, every time he does speak, I'm like, he is charismatic. He is cool as fuck. Those cool speeches dude. Yeah, really yeah. did win me over. And you know, I went and saw him in like uh, 2006, I think, at like Dorsey High School down here. Uh huh. I went and saw him speak, and he talked about like you know getting people out of prisons, and he had like. Uh, one of the dudes from Led Zeppelin there and shit, and it was dope. And I was like, oh, I'm like on board. And then like, and then I, you know, I watch his policies, and I was like, I, you know, I can't. He's uh, he's votes he votes the same way as the rest of them. So oh I yeah. Can't really. Well, you know, he he made my lip quiver a couple of times. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm, and then my friend Bruce Jingles, uh, he and I were doing the. Um, if you ain't for Obama, then fuck your mama campaign. <laughs> I go like when he won. I was in Philly. I was definitely in the streets, like hugging and crying. Oh and yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Like I'm not gonna act like I was that hard on it. Like I was, I was like, this is amazing. We got a black And it was that. That like, shit was, it was cool, but it wasn't enough to be like that's the only thing he could have going for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he, it couldn't have been Ben Carson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it couldn't have been Michael Steele. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, and I, with a lot of people, did quickly um, start to get like, okay, well, you know, but I'm still, I don't think it was, I don't think he's been a terrible president. He hasn't been a terrible president. Like, mm-hmm. compared to other presidents, he hasn't been that bad. He's been, he's, he's gas prices are low. He's done a decent amount with, you know, the economy, starting from where he started from. Yeah. And there's just a whole, whole bunch of terrible shit, too. A whole bunch of drone wars and NSA shit. And, yeah. And a lot of unnecessary red tape to get very small things done. You yeah. know, and that's something that everybody's just going to have to deal, deal with. And really, I wish everybody didn't have to deal with it. I wish that's something that we, would, we as people would start to concentrate on a little bit, bit more, put a little bit more pressure. Because I don't think people really realize at this point, we have a lot of say-so and a lot of power, and it sounds silly, but because of social media, even though like a lot of times it turns into arguing, I think if we all would be a lot more productive and a lot more organized, just yeah. in general as citizens, like right, right. stop dividing up because the way they even report the news is made to make us argue right like when uh obama got into office and then uh gay marriage did not go through here in california at that same time the way that they reported that in my opinion opinion was designed to turn gay against black yeah, you know, because right away they let you know thirty-three percent of black people, right. uh, voter, black voters, right. did, voted against, and it's just kind of like, why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, at the same time, I was a little pissed at that time too, because it just—I was pissed at black people, like it. The homophobia in the black community is so insane and so like. It's obviously like what I don't I mean, not obvious, but like what gay people have suffered through. I'm, I, I don't equate it to what black people have suffered. Me through, neither. Right? Nope. Um, I don't equate it at all, but I can draw parallels. To yeah. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's scales. I can scale it down. Mm-hmm. Like, OK, it's definitely not as grand, as, but I can see parallels to it. Right. 
And, uh, like, it just makes me be like, all right, well, just fuck it, man. Just There was a time where they said we couldn't get married. Like, we jumped a broom because we didn't have yeah. the right to get married. And then after that, we weren't allowed to marry someone of another race. And people were killed for it. And da-da-da-da-da. So, like, how is it that difficult for me to see ahead to the next step of just, like, fuck that, man. Just let people do whatever they want to do. Like, just let them go get married. Why are we even talking about it? Why is the government even mandating who the fuck I get to love? Like, I, I jump all the way ahead and just, like, get all the way out of my love. But, like, I was, I was disappointed then, but it was also disappointing that they weren't, like, oh, the Mormon church spent, like, a kajillion dollars in California campaigning against gay marriage. They did try to pit, like, oh, yeah. gay people against black people. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, and that's where I think uh, gay people should have avoided taking the bait, even though that's kind of hard to do. But because... Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I think so. Uh, that was so mishandled by the the gay community or the the gay machine. Uh, just, I uh, I don't know. There's, I, there's a gay machine. Oh yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> is it is it everything that I heard of? Is it turning straight people gay? It's it's definitely turning straight people gay. That's that's kind of where we focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever read that's that? That's what you're doing here, honestly. <laughs> you think you're here for a podcast. Uh, the mic goes off and shit <laughs> yeah, gets weird. Yeah, it's a whole different... <laughs> these doors don't, lock, don't unlock. <laughs> uh, Have you read that manifesto ever? There's this, like... Uh, some, like, pastor sent it to me after, like, a Facebook debate. Uh... And it is like this, it's from like the 60s or the 70s, and it's the gay manifesto of how they were going to take over the world. And oh, it's, it's great. If I can find it in my messages, I'll send it to you. He was like, this is their plan. They wrote it all down back in the 70s, and this is what's happening. How it's do you get a hold of that? I thought I don't know, only be a we pastor. got that. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, <laughs> I thought only we got that when okay. we came <laughs> yeah, That's why you were like, no, nah, I haven't heard of it. Uh-oh, yeah, what is it? No Doesn't idea. exist. <laughs> Educate me. He does know. He does, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> right I'm woke as fuck, man. I'm woke as fuck. You ain't going to get me. You're not making it out of here. <laughs> you know too much. I've got you, to die. Yeah, you're not making it out of here. Nobody's ever going to hear this. Yeah, that that's that was uh that was a fun read. I read through that for like a day and like went back to him and was like, Yo, you're nuts, sir, I like you. He still likes my shit sometimes on Facebook. Well, see that's what I like is when that's my main thing with people really, is uh it does us no good to be arguing and fighting all the time. So I try to engage the fuck out of people, like to the point that some people will even be like, oh, like, I'm glad like you take the time to respect my opinion and this and that. And I'm like, I don't respect your opinion at all. Like, I'm just <laughs> I'm just listening to you to kind of sharpen mine. Like, you know, I, I I know that I'm going to get more out of listening to somebody than like arguing with them. And I still might have zero respect for their opinion and be like, well, but this is how I find out what you actually feel and maybe even get a different, make a difference to what someone else feels, and they may make a difference like to what I feel. Yeah, well, yeah. that's that's what I notice when you when you actually listen to people, even if in the end you completely think they're still bullshit. At least you can tighten up your argument or think yeah. about things another way, where it's like, okay, now I'm prepared for that. If right. somebody hits me with that question, and now you know more certainly that they are bullshit. Like, oh yeah, you might be like, you might be right, and like, I feel like if you. If you feel strongly about whatever you feel, you should be able to discuss it with anyone mm-hmm. without getting upset about it. Yeah. And if you can't, like, then you don't really believe what you actually believe. If, like, whatever you, if you think, like, y- your views can be threatened by someone else even just introducing the information <laughs> yeah. to it. 
Like, you're just, like, scared to get anything. Like, then do you even believe this shit, really? And that's what I think is a lot of times why people don't want to hear anything because they know that deep down they are weak-minded yeah. and there's a good chance you're going to sway them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they can't allow that to even, uh -huh, you know, the like, only you know, way I can can't... stay firm in me is to not listen exactly. to you. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, you ain't firm in shit. Exactly. Yeah. You, you don't know what you're talking about right now. Right? You're just <laughs> trying to, like, this is what you read. This is a copy and paste. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This, that's why, like, when you mentioned, when we were talking about that with the uh, the people who want to turn it into something that it's not, yeah. it's because that's the only argument they have prepared. That's it. Yeah, yeah. there's no, <laughs> like, there's no independent like thinking. off script, and they're like, I don't have that information. Like, I can't think outside of this. Here. My party hasn't told me yeah. what I'm supposed to say yeah. to this, so. And, like, I know you, uh, you know, you fuck with the feminists, too. Oh, Yeah. And I, I, you know, I don't want to piss them off right now. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, no, I, I, I like them and I agree with I agree with everything that they have to say. And like the same way with any group that's like too, I'm not calling feminists angry. I'm calling like sometimes black people are too angry. Some we're all too angry. Everyone gets too angry. Oh yeah, right. In um, groups. Yeah, groups. Like groups. Like these hardcore groups. And and like now I, you know, this whole safe space debate that's going oh, yeah. on. Yeah. Like, the safe space is unsafe. Like, it's unsafe. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, there isn't a space for discussion in the space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't ask questions. Like, you can't be like, okay, you feel this way, but what about this, right? And, like, you know, so say if it was, uh, I'll, only, I'll compare it to black people so I don't have anyone else getting mad at me or whatever. But, like, say, like, someone gets shot. Uh, and someone asked the question. Someone asked the question of like, well, you know, did they maybe deserve it? And even if I think it's a stupid fucking question, right? Mm -hmm. I'd still rather them be able to ask the question and me like explain it to them or have the dis not explain it to them, have a discussion with them about why I think it doesn't matter if they broke a, broke a law uh, that they shouldn't still have to die. You know, like. And then for them to be like, whatever their point of view is about that, and for us to have this discussion, rather than them be afraid to ask me, be afraid to ask someone, be afraid to say something to someone, because like, they'll just jump down my throat. So I'm just going to hold on to this opinion, never discuss it with anyone except for like-minded like people. And then like these, like, for us to be like, well, you know, you're going to trigger some shit on me by like bringing this up. So never talk about it around me, and no one ever gets anywhere. Yeah, well, that's why I think <clears throat> no matter how horrible somebody's opinion is, no matter how terrible what they're about to say is, they should be able to say it. For sure. Because when you take away a person's voice completely, those are the most dangerous people. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Let him get that shit out. Let, yeah. They're stewing. <laughs> yeah. They're stewing. They're stewing. They yeah. can't talk about it. They can't say it to anybody. These are unspeakable mm -hmm. things. And so those are the most dangerous people because you don't know what they're going to do. You yeah, have yeah. no idea what yeah. they're going to do because you don't even know they're thinking it. Right. Like uh, a friend of mine, Steve Snyder, made that point about uh, Trump supporters. Like if you notice, a lot of times when everybody starts talking about politi politics, there's usually at least one person that's completely quiet. That's usually your Trump supporter oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah, there, because yeah, sure. they've learned. Because we attack you guys. Yeah. Man. We attack you guys. Yeah. I, I went off on a friend like who's a Trump supporter. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I, I was like, fuck you. Like, I hate Trump. Um, I really, I don't, 
I've never liked Trump since I was a kid, and not even because of the racist shit. I just, I, I just fucking hate Donald Trump. Really? Since a kid? Well, you're. I'm from Philly. Yeah. Like he was, he was New York, Atlantic mm-hmm. City. He had his buildings. Yeah. Uh, I just never liked him as a personality. He's always been a personality for as long as I can remember. He yeah. was bankrupt for the first time when I was like ten. I remember all that when I was a kid, yeah, because I I was uh, still then a Trump supporter, but just not, you know what I mean? Like, I just like big shitty buildings, and I was like, who is this guy? And I just always hated him. Uh, And I like went off on this girl, and she like made a legitimate point in that I really don't like Hillary that much either. I think he's worse human being, maybe. I don't know. She's probably killed more people. Who knows? Like, but I don't have that same attack mode on like Hillary people than I do on Trump people uh-huh. so I was like alright maybe I need to chill cause I feel like this ch- chick does just as much fucked up not just as much but she does fucked up shit too so like you know maybe I should like but we attack you guys which makes it in a place where you guys are just being quiet not yeah. you not you yeah, you won't yeah, be yeah. quiet about shit <laughs> but there's like there's mad Trump supporters that are just sitting back and they're not they're oh, not yeah. talking but they're there you know what I mean? That's like, why everybody keeps or kept getting surprised. Like now people are starting to get a lot more like, OK, yeah. well, that's something we're going to have to think about, that there are definitely people that support him. But like at first, everybody was like, no, nobody's nobody's oh, yeah. going to support him. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He, and then the numbers show different. And it was like, oh, OK, oh, yeah. people are supporting him. A, a lot of times people assume because to them something is so right that it must be so right for everybody like that's a part of what happened with uh gay marriage when we were talking about that you know like i think a lot of people didn't make it to the polls like they were supposed to yeah because they just assumed that since obviously this should happen in this being california that it would happen yeah every so they expect everybody else to do it and then Whereas the people that were like fervently like no it shouldn't happen they got there, they got out to the pole. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, you know, fear is always going to drive people to do what you want them to. That's why the left in my opinion has adopted that where everything's kind of fear based now. The left adopted that. The, yeah. The right's got that on on lock. The right started it. The, the left right adopted the, 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 the it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. I got you. The yeah. right started it, definitely. They I were mean, like, like, yo, that works. We got to. Yeah, uh-huh. we got to employ some of this because clearly yeah. our people aren't making out. So we got to start right. scaring the yeah, shit yeah, out yeah. of these people and make them feel like this is what's going to happen. And no. that's the only people that I really don't, even though I know that this kind of is a lot of people, those are the only people that I really don't respect. The people that make their decisions based on fear. Yeah. Like, if you tell me, like, you know, you have a lot... I don't even have to agree with the logic. Mm-hmm. But if it's still logical, then I... I or logic-based, then I get it. I'm right. like, okay, cool. But, like, when you're like, you know, well, I'm just scared. Okay, we're not already on the same <laughs> page. Yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. I'm not uh-huh. running around scared of shit and making my decisions based on fear. Yeah, never. It makes yeah. no sense to me. And that's a lot of people, like, uh, would give me the, aren't you scared if Donald Trump went? I'm like, don't, don't, don't give me fear. Like, you argue... Argue what's good about this person. Argue what you like about this person, what you think this person could do. Don't argue fear to me because I'm really not that scared of shit. Yeah, I'm not scared yeah. of either side. Like yeah, I've already yeah. said, either way, I'm going to make things happen. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not scared of anything. But it's, do me regardless. Yeah, all right? yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just already cooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's already, <laughs> this is already yeah. cooked. Yeah, like the, <laughs> the streets are, you know, they're going to be out there. Yeah. They ain't changing. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I guess, uh, I well, see, here's the thing. I think a lot of times when it comes to all of this stuff, people think that they're, that 
there's going to be an argument. But I just notice more and more people are starting to be, even though online it would seem that people are a lot more closed-minded, once you talk to people in person, it's there's yeah, yeah. a lot more room for, like... No, yeah, online is fierce because everyone could like, talk all the shit that they uh-huh. want to talk. And I've gotten myself to the point where I'm, like... Speak to people online the same way you would speak to them in person. That's where I am. Right? Like, if I'm not going to say this shit to you in person and recognize that I might get popped in the mouth for saying it and vice versa, uh-huh. like, don't say that. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Like, that, and, and it makes you, like, speak to someone, like, somewhat respectfully, even if you're, like, coming down at them. And, like, if I'm going to come down on you, I'm going to come down on you in the way that I would do it in person. You know what I mean? I think because we, like, we might have that same policy because we're the same kind of people. Yeah. Like, if you tell me the wrong shit, I will pop up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, especially like if you're already shit. LA, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. will just show up uh-huh. where you are. Hey, what's up? Say something now. Say something yeah, now. <laughs> I, I had this uh, one night, I, I, I talk about this. I'm not proud of it. Um, but I showed up at one particular open mic one night ready to beat somebody's ass. And they just happened to not be there. And that's what made me, like, really get, like, you're a grown man. (laughs) And this is not what you You should should be doing. You should not be out in the streets looking for people at Mike's, like. (laughs) Exactly. You're a little too old. Well, you're a lot too old for this is what you are, if we're being honest. I'm too old for this. Yeah, I do. And I got in my last fight, like, eight years ago. And I was like, "Mm -mm, nope, no, I'm done. I'm done with that. Yeah, yeah, at a point you do got to be above that. But there's still that part of you when somebody talks enough shit about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even because, like, when you talk shit to me, at least that I can respect. But when it's about you, that's what's the worst. It's like, I'm not, I I wasn't even part of that conversation. And you're always talking about, so that was it. But I, I love, well, I didn't stop myself. Luckily, he just wasn't there when I got there. So I was just like. But like, I mean, yeah, it's uh, definitely, I feel like it's better conversations in person. But I also feel that way. And here's where I'll stick up for the feminists a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's better that way still amongst like men and especially like when discussing race things in person because there's this like kind of factor of we could fight each other. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like we we could talk this shit to each other and it could go to a place. So let's talk to each other respectfully and kind of work our way through this, because if we don't do it that way, it can get like physical and I've seen some of the conversations where I've seen, like, girls be, like, legitimate, legitimately or not. I don't know. Like, what they say is legitimate, and so I'm going to believe them that it is. And, like, dudes, like, kind of, like, coming at them, like, real hard uh, because there's not that same. Yeah. To us, mm-hmm. there's not a perceived threat. Yeah. And I can imagine it being like a perceived threat to them because I've, I've been in the situation where I've been like in I have been in that situation where I'm in like a, gr- a group of white dudes like explaining to me why it's OK for them to say nigger and shit mm-hmm. and being like, are y'all fucking playing with me right now? Like and then like I become like the angry black dudes sitting around like six white dudes being like, it's fine. Like da 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 da. And and you have that almost that threat of like, I still can't do shit because I'm outnumbered, but I'm heated and you get frustrated. Yeah. I can imagine that same scenario happening to a woman one-on-one talking to a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? That same, like, the same way that I felt outnumbered 
in a group. I could see them being like, here's this dude that's not hearing what I'm saying, who's physically imposing to me, and like bringing them to a point of some shit that they're super upset about. I try to compare everything with feminism to black people. So, because it's like the only thing that I can compare it to. Yeah, with me and feminism, when it comes to like debating it on the, like, you know, with a woman, on the opposite side, that's kind of what I don't like is that some women are very disrespectful in the way that they talk to you because well, yeah, you they know that, that you can't yeah. beat her yeah. ass. Uh-huh, you know uh-huh, what I mean? Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. it's like, you're just kind of like, all right. Just talking crazy shit. Like, what you going to do? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we both know I can't do anything uh-huh. no matter what you say. Yeah. You know, so now I got to make you hit me. Yeah, no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to make you hit me so it's self-defense. Now I got to drive you there. <laughs> Oh, you seen it. She hit me first, and now she's on the ground. <laughs> I, I started. Know. I finished I don't it. know. I went into a haze. I went, I saw red. <laughs> oh, it's just so real. Because uh, they do do that, too. I mean, that does happen. Yeah. That happens a lot. Or you get, like, the girl who, like, will get you into a fight and shit. Like, you know what I mean? You'll be out with a girl who's talking shit, and she's like, what's he going to do? Hit me like that. He's going to hit me. Like, I want to shut the fuck up. I'm not trying to fight nobody right now. But, yeah, I mean... I guess I guess I'm talking about more too, but I see like, cause like, you know, in the in the in the comedy community right now, mm-hmm. like I've I've watched some girls just like have like breakdown meltdowns over some shit, you know, and I don't know, like you know, maybe they're being I don't I don't know how they feel, so I try to like kind of put myself in their in their thing. I don't know, fuck Lena Dunham. I guess it's. <laughs> Yeah, I think we all. I think almost all of us agree on fuck Lena Dunham. Yeah, she's Dunham really the point. one that's turning the curve. Like she's just really fucking. She she's making. I was like all the way down. There's always just like that next thing that just like pisses me off. Like Lena Dunham right now for me is Lena Dunham was last week and this week it's like the hot teacher. Yeah. Um, which I'm like, yeah, that she shouldn't, she shouldn't wear that dress in school. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Shit's too hot for school. Like I had a really hot teacher in middle school. She was a white lady and she was fantastically hot and she shouldn't have been wearing the shit that she wore in school. I was like, you know, that's, um, and, and this might be the gay man in me, but I'm all for women looking hot. All times a day, <laughs> in every situation. I don't know why I just like that so I, much. I fucking love it. I think women should. I, I like women looking hot all t- right, but like, that's a whole. She like, you can't. You're not supposed. To, I would be upset like if. And here's the thing. No, we're not supposed to tell women what to wear, and like uh-huh. there's that whole thing, right? If I walked out every day with fucking like spandex on. With, like, you know, my dick print, like, going down the leg. And people were like, that's inappropriate if I wore it to work. And I'd be like, you can't tell me what to wear? Like, it draws attention. Well, like, if I can't go out. I never with, looked at it that way. I never looked at it that way. But you're right. Yeah, way. If, yeah. If a school teacher were to show up, like, a male school teacher were to show up in spandex, it would be it like. Would be, like, he would be in jail that day. Like, you can't go around. You no, you can't go anywhere with your dick print showing. No, like yeah, yeah. And so, like, don't give me this. Like, you can't tell us what to wear. I think because our shit has been so just like pants, you know, like you yeah. wear a shirt and like that's it. Like, we're not supposed to say anything the other way. But 
it would be inappropriate if we did it. Oh, yeah. No, like, for sure. Like, wildly inappropriate. Oh. Uh, so, like, for me to look at this T-shirt, who's wearing just, like, a skin-tight dress with some big titties and fat ass, you ain't supposed to know that your teeter got, like, an ass like that. I'm not supposed to know my secretary got an ass like that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah. There's a time and a place for that dress. It's called the club. Like, that's not even... If she wore that to church, the, a black church, they would be like, yo, she's a hoe. Why is she wearing that dress to church? And then she wears it to school, and I see, like, three different articles about people being like, America's just scared of the black woman's body and this and that. I'm like, she could have been white, Puerto Rican, whatever. She's not supposed to wear that dress to elementary school. No, well, I guess, yeah, there's there's where I guess I hadn't thought about it is that it is uh, professional dress. Like, you know, there should be some sort of, like, professional attire. Yeah, I can, I can get, I can get that. I mean, you know, just I'm such a fag that I'm like, you know, she is wearing that dress, she girl. Is, she <laughs> you know, like that's all. That dress. I'm still waiting for her to accept my Instagram request. Oh, and so like, that's, yeah, I'm trying to get the get the real pic. Yeah, fuck yeah. I was like, no, she's bad for sure. Like, yeah, 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 she's real hot. Get your ass off of, uh, you know, stop wearing that around the kids. Yeah, no, I, I get that with professional. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I can I see was, that I one. was like a pervy little kid, too. Like, I understand. Like, don't tell me that. Like, I had a crush on, like, my second grade teacher, my third grade teacher. And I was like, oh, they're hot and they're young and, like, da 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 Put yeah. them. Somebody posted that. I'm not going to call them out because I don't want to be like uh, that way. Or, you know what I mean? I don't have a problem with them. Or, you know, it was just uh, like to me, you know, uh, sometimes you like somebody where you read something and you're like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm not with that thinking. Uh, Somebody posted like, you know, the teacher, I think, teaches fourth grade. Yeah. And so they were like, uh, this teacher teaches fourth grade if your son is jerking off in the fourth grade then he's gonna grow, grow up to be a murderer anyway or like you know or no. a sexual predator anyway no. and it's like no you don't know how boys work you because no i remember from an early age like well before i was supposed to be thinking those kinds of right. thoughts i already knew what i liked i already yeah early yeah so early, yeah it, it's like no that's the way boys are maybe in that way we're quicker than you know because a yeah. lot of times girls talk about you know like, I wasn't jerking off in the fourth grade, but no. I definitely, like, I had, like, sexual ideas. I'd be like, this is a very attractive person. Like, this, I'll, I'll tell you. I was wearing out some of those pillows, I'll be honest. Yeah, right. Fourth and fifth grade. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I'll, yeah, I'll say this. I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. Uh-huh. I didn't know there was an end game to it. I didn't know there was a method to it. But I knew that, like, there's something happening down here. Oh, there's, yeah. like, a connection. Like, <laughs> I see something I like, and something happens down here. Uh-huh. Maybe grab one of those. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bubble <laughs> against this and then, like, I, you know, I had an older brother, so I had to be like, uh, so, like, everyone was doing this back in the day, that just motion. Uh-huh. Like, House Party 2 had just came out, and they did that jerk-off hand yeah, motion. Yeah. And I asked my brother, I was like, what is this? And he was like, jerking off. And I was like... That doesn't help me at all. And, like, I kept asking. Like, finally, like, I figured out what it was. And it still took me a while to figure out, like, that there was an end game to that. that and it was like, oh, something happened at the end. Like, I didn't, you know. But yeah. It's a, you're, I'm, we're saying we were in the same boat on that. <laughs> like, I didn't know how that worked. And I saw, like, people said it. And I knew that there was a term jerking off. Yeah. But I didn't know what that was. And it took me a while to it figure that out. To learn. But, like, definitely by the fourth grade, I was a like, before the fourth grade, I was aware of, like, sexual feelings and things going on, and 
like that's a good look and that's a skirt and something's up it and you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and so there's no way that fourth grade student and the spe- and that was before back then I didn't have like music videos and YouTube and like all this other stuff, Instagram. These kids know what a bad bitch is supposed to look like in the fourth grade. Yeah, and <laughs> when I was younger, yeah, see that's the thing. When I was younger on movies you would see that kind of stuff. Yeah. But in real life, you didn't see women dressed like that a lot, especially where I grew up, Casa Grande, Arizona. Like yeah. maybe they did that when they went to the clubs in Phoenix, which was forty five miles away or whatever. But like in in the town I grew up in, you didn't see a lot of women dressed like that when I was young. Yeah. Like once I got teenager, then you started seeing it a bit more or whatever. But you know, you remember what teachers even look like when we were young. Yeah, I can think of, because, like, as soon as I ho- saw her, there's one one teacher I immediately thought of. This is, like, I I posted, like, a post about her on Facebook once, was just like, what's up with this teacher, though? And it's the most comments I have on any pitch, on any on anything I've ever posted before, because everyone remembered how hot this teacher was, uh-huh. right? Like, so as soon as I saw this story, I look at me, and this blonde, white lady, like, blue eyes, nothing to do, like, with intimidated by her black sexualization or anything, just bad. And she she had like three outfits that we all remember. Like people posted on the thing, like, oh, you remember suspenders? Oh, you remember that one? <laughs> right? Uh, none of them was that dress. And uh-huh. we all back then were like, still like, that's a that's crazy shit for her to wear. Like she wore a V-neck T-shirt with suspenders on. Like that's oh, that was kind of tight. She wore this skirt that was like kind of thigh length. Like that was kind of tight. This chick is wearing like form fitting. And she knows she's bad because she's posing in selfies every day in her classroom outfits because she knows it's hot. Like, it was and, – and that teacher, she got let go back then for teaching at an all-boys school because they were like, that's inspiring feelings amongst the boys. Yeah. And that dress didn't exist back then. And I, or if it did, like you said, it was going on in the clubs. Yeah, I guess just with different times now. Yeah, yeah. but – I mean, let me have that teacher. I'll just. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess I guess now, you know, we have to think about things that we didn't have to think about before because people just didn't used to do them before. Yeah. Like you know, I didn't know a single teacher that used to dress at all, you know, sexy yeah. when I was younger. And like, here's the thing too. I'm not saying that teachers should get fired. I'm not even saying that the teacher should necessarily get reprimanded. Whatever. I'm just saying it's a bad personal choice. Yeah. You know, there's a level of professionalism. I might be like, you know, maybe you should wear something else. But I'm, I might not even say shit to her. I'm just going to say, if you, you brought it up, so I'm going to say that dress is too sexy to be around kids. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to go out with my dick print. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, so we learned a lot today. <laughs> Aston has a burning desire to wear dick print spandex. <laughs> I'm going to change the world with my dick print spandex. Dick print spandex. Uh, we, did we talk about, I guess we talked about Black Lives Matter a, little a bit. fair amount. Yeah, we, we can have another one we're talking. This was just a good conversation. Yeah. You know, I like I liked where we went in this conversation. I get, we can have another, like if you're open to coming back, you know. Always down. Yeah, we'll have another one and maybe we could talk about it more or maybe we'll just talk about different stuff. I just really enjoyed talking to you yeah, today. Yeah, great conversation. Thanks yeah. for having me. No, uh Thank you. Where can people find you? Where's Oh, uh, I'm Fast Ramon on everything. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. It's F-A-S-T-R-A-M-O-N-E. Uh, come to Trap with the Comics, 530 on Sundays at the Lexington downtown. 
and uh, keep a professional comedy show at Nirvana in Beverly Hills the last Wednesday every month. The next one's September 28th. Great lineup. Joe Chrissy, Ron Taylor, Heidi Heathlet. Joe Chrissy. Joe I had her on. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that one's going to be a great show. Um, yeah, come out and support comedy. Support everybody's comedy. We all got shows. Yeah, Trapped with the Comics is every Sunday at 5.30, you yeah. said, at Lexington, downtown. You guys, if you're listening to this in the L.A. area, do come to that show. It is such a fun show, and they're doing so much to, like, book comics that are, like, tomorrow you guys have Leah Kanejanian. And yeah, some- yeah, we got Leah. Tomorrow we have All Ladies, All Ladies, Mike, um, which wasn't even on purpose. It just kind of, I was, like, booking people, yeah. and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, four out of five? Fuck it, let's make it five. Um, and they're all funny as shit. We have uh, Leah, Kelly McNearney, um, Shauna Christmas, and uh, I don't want to forget the last one. Oh, Fizza, Fizza Dasani. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I'm, that one's going to be great too. And Leah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's Fast Ramon, everybody. That's how you find Aston Wallace, Fast Ramon on everything. Uh, Aston, thank you so much for making it down. Thank you. I'm Ty Rivera. I can be reached at uh, americasfavoritefag.com. I am and always will be unbothered, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening.